Welcome to the ministry of Reverend David Edigenfi. Reverend David is the founder and president of Kingdom Mystery Center Worldwide. He is an end-time apostle mandated to raise mature sons of God who will explicitly manifest their identity in Christ. Reverend David has a dynamic music ministry and is the author of Dangers of Wrong Marriage. His strong passion for soul winning has spread Jesus for all nations and evangelistic crusade ministry. Now listen to Reverend David Edgenby. There is a type of quiet time that is required by who? By God. And I am glad to teach on that. The quiet time that is required by the Lord. Can I spell it for you? I would have spelt it for you. Hallelujah. The quiet time that is required by the Lord. I believe that it is very important that the beginning of the year like this, you see what I love to every year, if you realize every year, my first message is on quiet time. Every year, my first message is on quiet time. My second message is on serving God, serving the Lord, preparing to be effective for the Lord and all those things. Yes, I know why. And even if I don't know why it works, it works. And I think it's okay. Or you don't like it? Yeah. Because, you see, the the, the strength of every man, okay, is connected to what he does in secret. The strength of every man, the strength of every enterprise or every engagement. You see, if you see a man who is excellent in academics, look for a man who does some secret studies and researches and, I mean, gives time to, listen, can you come forward, please? Or you have somebody come sit there. So, yeah, so let's. It gives attention. The Bible said that if you give attention to these things, he said your profiting shall appear to all. So anything you give attention to brings you certain dimension of what? Profiting. Hallelujah. Brings you certain dimension of profiting. Why surprise? Yeah. This year, something, something powerful will happen to you. Yes. So, there is a certain profiting that comes by having quiet time. Okay? There's a certain profiting that comes by having what? Quiet time. And if there is a certain profiting that comes by having quiet time, I want you to also understand that it is not every branded quiet time that is required by the Lord. Do you understand? Now, when I talk about quiet time, what do I want to mean? I'm talking about devotion. I'm talking about what? Devotion. Okay? Personal and private word. Devotion. There are certain things you have to understand them. When it comes to devotion or quiet time, I can be using them intermittently. Now, let me make this statement clear to you this evening. First of all, you have to understand that prayer time is not necessarily devotional time prayer time is not necessarily devotional time you have to get this very very clear very 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 clear i'm very happy about a testimony that i had 
from somebody. I think today, I, I don't remember the person, but I remember the testimony because that was what I needed. That it has been realized that the members of this church very, looks very unique Christians in town. And I was very happy to hear such a testimony. So don't be discouraged. You are unique. You are very special. Yeah. You are really respected though. You see, wherever there is envy, that means there is something to be envied about. <laughs> what does it say? Wherever there is envy. So when somebody is envying you, it means there is something about you that he's envying. There's something good that he doesn't have that is envy. So don't worry. When you see people envy you, celebrate Jesus. Celebrate Jesus. There's nothing to worry about. Amen. Yeah. So get it straight. I say get it straight. That not every prayer time, that is necessarily a what? A quiet time. Or a devotional time. What are you doing? Hello, how are you doing? But oh, maybe I'm devotion. Maybe I'm a friend. Maybe I'm a quiet time. Shandala, but maybe I'm a friend. Why? You're a joker. You're a joker. Today, you're going to understand it. You're going to understand it. And I'm telling you, I have been preaching about quiet time, teaching about quiet time. But of course, yeah, look, you'll be very surprised that I have shared this with my family already. And I learned a lot. And I was surprised. Like many years I've been born again. I didn't know these things. I didn't see these things. And I'm telling you that my quiet time, like especially like this morning like this, oh, I enjoyed myself. I was able to differentiate between my prayer time in the night and my quiet time in the morning. You see, my prayer time, what, during your prayer time, during your normal prayer time, which is not your quiet time, your prayer topics are different. Are you getting what I'm saying? Your prayer topics are different. During your quiet time, eh, it is actually an intimate time. Your quiet time is actually a what? An intimate time. And I'm going to show you many, many things. It's actually an intimate time. A time to have intimacy with God. Intimacy. A time to love the Lord. A time to humble yourself before him. A time to hear him talk to you. A time to communicate not necessarily asking anything are you getting what i'm trying to say but sometimes it's actually a time to let god even i mean have you he having you you, you get what i'm trying to say quiet time season if you have really grown and you have really you really understand what marriage is you'll realize that it is like having a separated time with your wife or your husband or your partner if you want to understand it Please add it to your resolution to marry this year. You understand what I'm talking about? Otherwise, you don't understand this message like proper. Or you can book a consultation time and find out from LP Hannah. Yeah. LP Hannah. Yeah, but, but for your information, LP Unis is getting married. Uh, this, this Saturday, Friday, Friday, this Friday. It's a shock, eh? Yeah, we intentionally did that. <laughs> So she's she's having her traditional marriage this Friday. Yeah. Period. So go and look for your dressing. <laughs> go and look for your wedding dressing. The wedding will be done later, but we are sorting out this thing. Yeah. She doesn't want me to do it, but I've done it. She does you can't be married. Married to you, no be secret. No be secret. My be secret. No be secret. For be public, make we know what I'm saying. Yeah. 
I'm talking about helping you. So. <laughs> you are saying, hey. Like some people will be thinking, ah, why, like help you. Like how? Like how? Ah, you are shocked. That's how Jesus will come. Yeah. So your quiet time, okay, let's come back to quiet time. <laughs> your quiet time season, eh, it's like having that intimacy. You understand what I'm saying? That, that time, you see, there's that time where you can be talking to a Christian. There's a time you can be talking to a <laughs> and you'll be pulling yourself and be uh, pillow fighting. But there's a time you can look at a Christian and it's like you're seeing her for the first time. And look at a Christian and tell Christian, I love you. I mean, you share that intimacy time, and it's like something is here, and it's just like taking it. Uh, I'm talking about that moment. I'm talking about that moment. Some of you don't know that the Holy Spirit loves romance. The Holy Spirit loves romance. I'm telling you the truth. I say, Holy Spirit loves what? He loves to be there for you. He loves. You see, when we talk about romance, you begin to think about sex. That is your problem. Okay. When we talk about romance, it is not necessarily sex. Are you recording a message? This message must go on the podcast. You see, it is not necessarily sex or whatever. When we talk about romance, it is actually the garnishing of a, re- a relationship, okay? Doing things in such a way that your partner will feel special, respected, and honored, okay? So that, I mean, uh, this is my, his wife. And his wife comes around, okay. His wife, maybe he's my wife because me, me and he, we don't understand our language proper. She comes around and uh, it's like, Charlie, how are you? You're looking good. You look very special. Can you sit here? Just sit here. Let me take the seat. It, it doesn't look anything, but it, it makes her feel that is what we call romance. Are you getting a, a pen falls down? It's like, oh, let me help you. That's what we call romance. It's not like, oh, Charlie, me, 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 me. Hey, you are some way. Ah, your mind is some way. Press me small. <laughs> that is, that is, you see, that mind there, it, the, it's the old man mind, like the old, the unborn again or the unborn again. <laughs> hey, I love this church, too. It is the church. You can preach anything. You can preach uh, and preach it as it is, and you go away. Yeah. Are you understanding what is happening? The Holy Spirit like that. The Holy Spirit loves to to be to. I mean, He loves you to sing to Him. Okay, He loves that you you create a song for Him. You, create a, you are my love, Holy Spirit. I love you. I will always love you. Sing a new song. Just, just, just waking up. Holy Spirit, I love you. You're so dear to me. Holy Spirit, I love you. No, he doesn't like it like that. He does, it's not romantic enough. He doesn't like it like that. So your quiet time, time actually, it's an intimate time. I say his word. And the strength of every believer, listen to me very careful. The strength of every believer is not necessarily in your prayer time. It's actually in your quiet time time. And I'm telling you that it's not every prayer that is a quiet time prayer. So, somebody goes, and then you come out. There are some people that can pray. And actually, when they finish praying, they come out there. They feel feel powerful. I say they feel what? 
they feel powerful. In fact, when you pray well, then you come and you feel powerful. Actually, it's arrogance. You are, you are feeling arrogant. You are feeling you are drawing power from your psychology. Your psychic. Yeah, that's where you are drawing power from. What, what, what do I mean? The knowledge of the fact that you have prayed is pampering you to feel you are powerful. It's not necessarily that you are powerful. Amen. When Jesus finished praying and fasting, the Bible says that he was weak. He was hungry. He was weak and hungry. Whilst you are feeling powerful, he was weak and hungry. <laughs> are you following what is happening? So, for you to be an effective Christian, a stable Christian, because it is during only your quiet time, time that the Holy Spirit can tell you certain things. I'm telling you the truth. There are certain things, even no matter how intimate you are in marriage, there are certain times only you can talk about them. Otherwise, your husband will get angry. He will not be happy. He will not change. He will not change. But at that particular time, when you say it, tell your Christian son, there are certain things in your life, it is during your quiet time, the Holy Spirit can, your pastor cannot say it. Sometimes we can say things about you that we see that challenge. It's not right, but we don't know how to say it. We don't know how to say it. When we say it, and you'll be angry and you leave church. We don't know how to say it. We may not even say it well. We may not have the right word to express it. But when you get intimate, with the Holy Spirit, they can tell you. You know, you're a little bit arrogant. The answer you gave was arrogance. Oh, like one day, the Holy Spirit told me, you are very proud. You are very proud. He told me, you are proud. That's pride. I was like, oh Lord. I was praying. I was worshipping. Actually, I was worshipping. I was supposed to pray with my wife and she didn't come early. So I started and I have actually climbed. You know the thing. You know how to climb. I have actually climbed and I was in the spirit. Worshipping, playing a, a nice. And then she came in. She came to join. And when she came in, oh, if the key was F, no, she started singing. Ah, she has come to change. Like, she has like, what? I didn't mind her. I didn't mind her. And I was singing my F. And she was also. I opened my eyes and I looked at her. She was comfortably the spirit in the gym. I was like, what? So that she, she see that the, the, the whole thing is distorting. Why? And I was, I was at prayer. I was in the prayer room and I was getting angry. I was getting angry. Then I heard the voice of the Holy Spirit say, you are proud. <laughs> I was like, what? Then the Holy Spirit asked me, you and your wife, who can switch easily? from one key to another so that you can have a harmonious singing then i realized i'm the one because if i tell her to switch from g to f she will go to a so i i realized that i am the one i can switch but i have chosen not to that is pride that is pride you don't like change you don't want to change so you see that if my wife was the one to tell me Ah, Nana, you are proud, Papa. Can't you change for me? I can't say that. I can pray a room or bed in the boxing room. True or false? Pray a room or bed in the boxing room. No, I'm, what I'm talking about, you, you think it's a joke. It's a reality. It's a reality. Okay. She's, you have, you are, she's coming now. Why? I'm in spirit and you are coming to, we are coming to get me angry. 
Why have you allowed yourself for the devil to enter you? <laughs> I would quote all the scriptures to him. Why have you allowed yourself for Satan to enter you? You devil, go away from me. I would have said all these things. But the Holy Spirit took it. And then he addressed me. And then immediately, I switched to Jane. <laughs> and when I switched to Jane, ah, she, she didn't mind. Like, she didn't know what was going on between me and the Holy Spirit at that time. She was still and she was in the spirit. And when I have been disciplined by the Holy Spirit and I finished and I came to join and she realized that the thing had become nicer. She was now more excited. And I was like, this girl, you don't know what I've gone through. Look at hell. <laughs> so we have a moment that the Holy Spirit can talk to you, can deal with you, can work on you, can iron certain wrinkles from your life even your husband and your wife cannot talk about it because if he talks about it it will collapse the marriage it can destroy the relationship it will let you stop church it will let you stop church like some of you especially the ladies when you fall in love you don't want us to talk about it now we have decided not to talk about it you go i said we have decided not to do what talk about it you go it was a favor for us to talk about it it was, I'm telling you, it was just a favor. You, you were favored for me to say some. If you don't want us to say, go your way. The truth of the matter is that it was not You think you are going to bring us trouble, then we turn it into a prayer topic. You'll be surprised. We pray for church growth. <laughs> You, you, you have to take care of your own prayer point. Amen. So, let's read the scripture. And all our studies is going to be from Exodus 34. All our studies. And as we are going on, I'll be explaining. I'll be explaining. So, we have understood that it's not every prayer time that is a what? A quiet time prayer. Yes. It's not every prayer time that is a quiet time prayer. There is a required quiet time moment that God expects from us. So, as we are going on, I'll be talking about many things. I don't, I don't want to, I don't have a note. I'm reading from the Bible. So, as I read, I read the scripture, I'll be explaining and I'll be touching almost everything that is required as long as quiet time is what? Is concerned. But before we come here, I want us to understand this from uh, Mark 135. I want you to know that it was Jesus' nature and character to have what? Quiet time. Jesus had prayer time, but he also had devotional time. He also had devotional time. Yeah. You must understand that we can have corporate devotion, okay? Like family devotion, okay? But no matter how you have your family devotion, whatever devotion, uh, my wife and I devotion, couples devotion, whatever it is, no matter what, you need a private devotional time as an individual. Because there are certain things until Lot leaves, God would not speak. Are you following? <laughs> Until Lord leaves, God will not speak. So you have to make sure that you, you have, no matter what, there should be a devotional time. Well, so with, let me share some few things about myself. I wake up first before everybody in my house. And I make sure I finish my private devotional time before the family devotion. When I went for the family devotion, they are close. And they were like, the kids were like, I feel now by Apple. 
because i didn't finish mine early so i slept off my head was aching me so i slept off and when i went they had finished the family devotional time but you, you also didn't have your private devotion time so i'm ahead of you look at your face amen so you should have a private time so mark 135 this is what he had to say about jesus christ this was as i said and in the morning in the morning rising up a great while before day is that not it? he went out and departed he went out and did what departed into a solitary place there and there he did what he prayed he spent time praying in a solitary place jesus could pray in many many places but why is that this time he needed a quiet place and he rose up very early in the morning so if you ask me what time should i do my quiet time what time should i do my devotion i would always recommend in the morning why personally i have taken my devotional time or my quiet time as the first fruit of the day or the sight of the day i pay one tenth of my 24 hours so i make sure at least i should spend two hours 40 minutes with god it can be more but it must not be less you understand what i'm trying to say so i tell god afterwards i let you know god that is my side for you the bible says that if the tithe is whole the sanctified then the the lamp sum is what whole you is also sanctified at the end of the day you realize that your day is really really sanctified properly hallelujah jesus practiced it in the morning and we are supposed to live like jesus he practiced it in the morning so i would recommend for you that do it in the morning the reason why you have to do it in the morning because one you get opportunity to serve it as a first fruit to god and to wake up and take your phone and said i just woke up and decided to check up on you who won't feel special the person you call first in the morning what she or he feel special hi hello i just woke up and decided to check up on you i hope everything is fine sorry i couldn't spend time with you yesterday night but i was feeling so sleepy so when i woke up are you still sleeping um you've woken me up oh can i leave you can i leave you? oh no, no no we can talk i know you i know you i know you that's what you've been doing so when you wake up and you tell jesus holy spirit please i just woke up and i just want to check up on you and how things are going and how we're going to run the day the holy spirit will always feel special that he you have prioritized him are you getting what i want to say you have prioritized him you have placed him first the bible says in matthew 6 the verse number 33 he said what seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness and then all these things shall be added unto you so one of the ways to portray that god is first in your life is to keep him first in the day are you getting what i'm saying so this year if you really really going to be a strong successful christian and do well in the things of god you must make sure one you are somebody that pursue your quiet time faithfully and do it well as required by the lord do it well as required by the lord so seek ye first make it the first thing now number three reason why 
I will always recommend a quiet time in the morning is because when you wake up from sleep, it's not something that it's not a moment you are feeling sleepy again. It is a moment the your 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 energy is in its optimum. Are you getting it? And you decide not to do any other thing. You don't do quiet time when you are tired. Like when you're about to sleep, you are feeling sleepy. Oh, me, me, me quiet time and I do no. I feel it's not proper. I feel it's not proper. You are giving God the residuals of your, your, your life. I feel it's not proper. So give him the best of your time. Hallelujah. Give him the best of your time. So you, you wake up and you realize that you are alert and then you can spend certain time with God. The number four reason why I would recommend quiet time in the morning is because it prepares you before you meet any situation in the day. It prepares you before you meet any situation in the day. Most of the time, God will speak to you about something that is about to happen in the day and communicate the wisdom you need to overcome it in the morning when you spend time with God. When you spend time with God. So, don't push your quiet time to when you're about to sleep. No, it is not proper. Don't put, you can read your Bible whilst you're about to sleep or whatever. Just spend time. When you're going to sleep, you can read your Bible and fall asleep. Fine, that's fine. But that should not be your quiet time. Hallelujah. That should not be your quiet time. Now let's look at the book of Exodus 34. Let's see what's happening there. Maybe we can, I can just be here and then read. Verse 1. Let, we are starting from the verse, the verse number 1. Is this screen not coming? He said, and the Lord. So let's look at what God said. What God required. So this one is God's prescription of quiet time. God's word, prescription of quiet time. And the Lord said unto Moses, He said, Heal thee two tables of stone like unto the first. And I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest. So we're going to explain this session, verse 1. The first thing I want you to understand is that God is requiring the word. He will give me another translation, NIV or something, so that the hue and all those things you can really know. It means cut or something. And the Lord said unto Moses, chisel out two stone, stone tablets like the first ones, and I will write on them the words that were on the first tablets which you broke. Which you broke. So, uh, what's the name? Moses had already broken a first tablet. Okay? And God is saying, I come again. I will give you another, I will I'll write the same thing for you again. What it means is that no matter how many times you read the scripture, don't ever feel you know it already. Don't ever feel you know it already. And God is saying that, Moses, I want to have a quiet time with you. I want to have an intimate time with you. As you are coming, he said, I want you to come with a notebook and I want you to come with a pen. Those days, tablet they used to write on stones but today we write on what in books and even on digital tablets so we are in the tablet age but this time it's electronic tablet those days it was what stone tablets so you can and you know the electronic tablet you can break not you can break i feel sleepy don't feel sleepy very good i wanted to hear this so god requires that our quiet time some of you you never go into quiet time with your notebooks 
and your pens. If, as I'm preaching right now, if you don't have a notebook and a pen that is specially dedicated for your quiet time, right after this meeting, make sure you get one. You see, that is one way to show that you respect the word of God and the spirit of the word now begins to follow you. The spirit of the word begins to follow you and work for you when you begin to see that you recognize him. Are you following what, what, what we're we saying here? So he told Moses, he said, Moses, go and chisel. Okay? Go and chisel. That is work. Pay for it. Do some sacrifice. Pastor, my money is left. He said, use the money to buy the notebook. Get the notebook. Get a pen. And then he said, two of them, like the first one, and I will write on them. So God is going to speak to you. The words you are writing, it's actually God speaking and you are writing it out. And it is God writing. He's telling you, you are this, that, 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 and that will happen. And this scripture, you, you'll be reading the Bible and something will light up. And you realize that you're meditating on it. And you have to note it down and write. You have to write. You see, anytime you are going into prayer, that you carry a notebook, you are telling God, I'm ready to document. When you read the book of Habakkuk, chapter 2, the Bible says that, write the vision down. Whatever you see, whatever you hear, he said, do what? Write it down. It's a recommendation write it down write it down psalm 19 verse number two he said night after night show a word knowledge night after night show a word knowledge day after day show a word speech so knowledge will begin to pour out and you must document it there are times i can be sleeping and i'll get a vision i have to wake up and write it out and when i finish putting it out and then sleep again then tomorrow morning i wake up the following day wake up and now look at it properly when you pick your book and you enter into prayer you are telling god that i respect i know you're going to speak to me and i respect the word i'm ready to document and not to lose it it is said that short pencil is better than long memory no matter how you think you can remember something, you are not like what is written down. You will by almost forget certain things about what you think you can remember. If it is written down, you can remember everything. It is said that whatever you read in eight hours, you lose a percentage of it. You lose a percent. If you don't read over it again, you will lose over 70% of what you have read. After eight hours, so after eight hours, you have to go back and refresh. And when you do that, then you are concreting whatever you have studied. That is why it's important to do what? Document. Am I saying something very important here? That's why it's important to document. And it's a sign to God that you are placing value on his word. You don't joke with it. And when God sees that, he will speak. The word of God is precious. Listen, the word of God is precious beloved let me tell you something let me tell you something the bible says that the name of the lord is a strong tower the righteous run to it and it is safe is that not it but the bible says that he has exalted his word far above his name he has exalted his word far above his name you need to run to the name to be to feel safe but when the word is with you you are safe when the word is with you you create the name even when you have not spoken, demons begin to request. Paul, I know. Right? This one, I know. Who are you? I know Abigail. I know I'm better. Who are you? A man who is filled with the word, the devil cannot trash anyhow. No. No, 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 no. When Satan visited Jesus, 
there, there, there was not a time that Jesus said that in my name, Jesus, I cast you out. No. He said, it is written. It is written. It is written. It is written. One of the things that actually bamboozle the devil is your knowledge, your revelational knowledge and your understanding of the scriptures. He's not able to stand people like that. He is knowledgeable. Let me tell you, Satan is knowledgeable of the Bible, eh, but does not understand it. Hello? What did I say? But does not understand the word of God. Do you understand it? Does not understand the word of God. <laughs> Why? Because there is a spirit in man, which is the inspiration of God. That spirit is not in Satan. It's not in angels. It's a spirit which is in man. And that spirit is what gives what? Understanding. And doesn't give understanding to Satan. So Satan doesn't have understanding of the word. He may be knowledgeable of the written documents, the scriptures. Eh? That it is written like that. It is written like that. But you see, you need to understand what the word is saying. You need to understand what the word is saying. So he said, the Lord said to Moses, chisel out two stones, tablet like the first one, and I will write on them that the words that were on the first tablet, which you broke. The verse number two says something. Let's move on, please. Then he said, be ready. Somebody said, be ready. Be ready. Very important. When I was having devotion with my family, we spent a lot of time there. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Be ready. Most of you go into devotion or your quiet time. You sit for your quiet time and you are not ready. You are not ready. What shows you are not ready? You must be ready. You see, your readiness is just imagine that as I'm as I'm preaching and you are concentrating on something else on your phone. Does it show that you are ready for me? You are not ready for me. Be ready. That means prepare yourself to give me the fullest attention. Be ready. We have what we call wandering mind. I said we have what we call what? Wandering mind. Some of you can be here as I'm preaching right now. By the time we close, you realize that many of the things I taught, you don't have them. Because your mind is wandering. Your mind is on this. Yeah, it has gone. As you are here right now, your mind has gone to conquer and it has come back. It is roaming everywhere. Romeo and Juliet. Roaming everywhere. But you see, the Bible says that he gives them perfect peace. Those whose mind stays on him. So there is a mind that is able to stay on God. And the Lord is saying that you have to be ready. So you see, during quiet time, you don't need to go into quiet time with your phone and those things. And you say, Oh, me, me knows what my phone so. No, 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 no. Be ready. He said, be what? Be ready. Be ready. And he said, be ready in the morning. And I've already told you that he's expecting us to do this thing in the morning. He told Moses, Moses, be ready in the morning. Be ready. Why is he telling you to be ready? Prepare yourself. Whatever will obstruct you, get rid of it. One reason why you must do it, you must do your quiet time. It is expedient to do your quiet time very early in the morning. Whilst it is day. I mean, before, a, a long while before day. Is because at that time it is 
not likely somebody will call you. It is not likely somebody will call your line. It is not likely somebody will wake up and disturb you. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? So you wake up a long while before there means that three o'clock there about to like two thirty-three. Because when you come to Africa, by four thirty-five, people are sweeping the house. People are weak. So better wake up early. To be a good Christian, you must be disciplined. To be a good Christian, you must be disciplined. I said to be a good Christian, you must be what? Yeah. You must be disciplined. Discipline yourself to sleep early so that you can wake up early to do your quiet time properly. Discipline yourself to stay away from series and certain things that take your time. Discipline yourself to stay away from TikTok. Discipline yourself to stay away from Twitter. Discipline yourself to stay away from Facebooking. That would take your time. If you're lying in bed and the ultraviolet rays from the phone is engaging your eye, you can't feel sleepy. You can't feel sleepy. And you are destroying your eyes, but you don't know. The time is coming, you'll be very surprised that your eyes will not be seen properly. So discipline yourself. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? He said, be ready in the morning. And then come up. Do what? Come up. That means a rise above all obstruction. Come up. Jesus came up. How did he come up? He stepped out and departed. Two things. He came out of the house. Did he remain there? He departed. The Bible said he departed to a solitary place. He said, this, and this time, he said him to come up. When I had opportunity to climb the Afajato mountain, when I got up there, I realized I could only see cars moving. I can see a truck, big truck going, and I can't hear any sound. I was not able to hear any sound. How many of you have climbed Afajato before? Yeah. Did you experience that? You realize that there's your ears, there's a certain, uh, do I use tranquility or whatever? There's a certain heaviness be. You, you could only, you're on top of every situation. You're on top of every condition going down there. A policeman is catching somebody. Uh, people are beating somebody. You don't care because you're above. He said, come up. Come up. That is not the time to think about who owes you and who you owe. That is not the time to think about where you are going and where you are not going. That is not the time to think about who is calling you. Come up. One of the ways to come up is to switch off your phone. Come up. Rise above every obstruction. Rise above every obstruction. Rise above every obstruction. That is not the time where we are having a quiet time. Then somebody will call you, but me a quiet time, you are from. No, come up. I said, do what? Come up. He told Moses, he said, don't remain down there. The people are there, the crowd is there. Don't, there could have been a cave. You understand? There could have been a cave down there where uh, Moses could have gone to hide and said, No, God didn't tell him to go to. He said, Come up. Come up. Because cave there can be a snake there that can distract you and cause you to run away. Come up. So he told Moses, Come up. Hallelujah. Ask somebody, Are you coming up? Wake him up. Are you coming up? This year, learn to come up. Let people know that what the your frail sad time yeah 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 day yeah now. 
and first hard time no uh and check messages when I send me message uh, WhatsApp Ben Amenya when I may reply no don't use that time come up am I saying something very important here come up my God it's very difficult between a husband and a wife but must come up I woke up this morning I was looking for my wife I can't I couldn't find her looked in the whole house went to prayer maybe I, I couldn't find her I only realized she has gone to hide in the guest room. She came up. <laughs> she came up. To come up. That time, my mommy gave you. She has come up. <laughs> She's gone up. Look at somebody say, learn to go up. He said, be ready in the morning and then come up on the Mount Sinai. Then he says something over there. He said, present yourself. I love that. Present yourself. It was amazing. When I saw this, I was like, like joke. Quite time season. When You see, the word present yourself is a phrase. Is that not it? It's a phrase that stands for many things. Eh? It has many meaning. Okay? Either give yourself or bring yourself for inspection so during quiet time we actually appear before the lord and he checks us out and says wow okay everything is intact okay we are not sick your organs are doing well your kidneys are well you have presented yourself and god has a duty of inspecting that this my my son is in good shape to some of you, God doesn't have a lot of information about you because you don't present yourself. You don't present yourself. Do you, do you understand what I'm trying to say? When I was using the man of God to uh, the wife to do an example, I told you that at certain times I could say I would try to pick a certain thread from here. Maybe it's not a thread, it's just something you saw, and then you'll be doing present yourself. You see, at that time you take careful look, he takes careful look of you. He said, then present yourself. Bring yourself before me and let it be to me alone. Present yourself also means that give yourself out unto me. The Bible says that present your bodies as a living word. Sacrifice holy and word acceptable unto God. Present yourself. So during your quiet time, time, apart from presenting yourself for inspection, to be inspected by the Lord, to know that everything is well, I just, at the same time, you are telling God, here I am ready for what you have for me for the day. What do you have for me for the day? What do, I, you, have, what do you have me do? Lord, here I am. Tell me what you have for me. For me. Present yourself. When was the last time you prayed that prayer? Now, Lord, what do you have me do? When's the last time you woke up in the day and said, you began to pray and, and, and love the Lord, worship the Lord, and it wasn't about asking for one of the days I want to see that you would because how much you give to the Lord will show that child present what yourself amen so that is not the time to come and tell god before you see quite time time is not for uh before no no
no, it's not. That's the minimum. It's a time between you and God. It's about you and how to get it right, how to be better, how to improve, how to love the Lord, and how to make God happy. It's a season to excite God, and God excites you. It's a season of exchanging virtues with you and the Holy Spirit. Quiet time moment is a time that He goes into you and you go into Him. That is why we call it into Him see intimacy. Intimacy. So he comes into you. He sees he research him goes you. You to go into him. By the time you are coming up, you are coming out. You realize you are coming up better. When Moses was coming down, he was shining. He was shining. Wow! Are you getting blessed here? Be ready in the morning to climb Mount Sinai and get set. I like this. This he said, get set to meet me on the top of the mountain. Get set to meet me. That's another translation. But I love present yourself. Hallelujah. Verse 3. Let's move on. He said, no one (laughs) no one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. Not even the flocks and the heads may graze in front of the mountain. Very important. No one is to come with you. Not by TikTok, not by WhatsApp, not by Facebook, not by Messenger, not by... No one is to come with you. When you come up there, no one is to come with you. It's between you and I. That is what I'm telling you. It's a quiet time moment. Eh? It's like a, a special moment between a, 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 a man and a wife. Okay? Sometimes they enter a, a certain place and they lock it. Why do you think they lock in it? They don't want to be stressing. It's a serious moment. It's a serious time. Special time. No one. When you come to counseling, one of the things we teach you, one of the things we talk about, is your bedroom. And one of the things we talk about your bedroom is your curtains. We advise you to have heavy curtains. Yeah. Very important. Some of you, you don't know the things people, people hear from you. <laughs> Look at somebody else. Tell the person no one is to come with you. Yeah. Oh, if you, when you get into Jericho, the, the, the noise of the falling wall, <laughs> it is heard in <laughs> Jerusalem. <laughs> One day, I went to sleep in a hotel. It was one of my favorite hotels. I, was, I normally realize it. And not too long ago, I was sleeping there. Hey, I heard certain noise in the night. Oh, and I woke up. I felt like somebody was praying, like like Shanta, Shanta Laba. Yeah, I realized that's for this prayer. Ah! So the next morning, I decided to go and wait outside and see who would come out of that room. <laughs> because, like, I wanted to ask her, is everything fine here? 
baby. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I was very shy. I was very shy for her. Very shy for her. It's like we are doing partition service. In fact, it was actually in partition service they were doing. You are doing partition service. Oh, yeah. That people will scream, God, Jesus. I'm like, hey. Partition. No one is to come with you. Because, you look, there will be strange noises, oh. There will be strange noises. Hey, do you want to come and see me in my moment of quiet? You'll be surprised, oh. Sometimes the way, I, the way I'm lying down, like, from, uh, the way I, you, you, you can concentrate. I feel free before God. And I, I do whatever within me I feel like I should do. It's, it's strange. Like, so I always love that there should be a carpet in my prayer room because I love the ground. Because I'm Easter as well, formal. Easter is And I pressed the Bible into my stomach. I, I, I felt like the teacher entered me. I, I, I felt. Because as I read the certain scripture, I realized that Charlie, something was going on within inside. How many of you have felt like that before? So the big glass of moment, you know. No one is to come with you. I said, No one. Please, quite time, time is a serious time. Don't joke with it. No one. If you really want to get it right with our Lord, no one is to come with you or be seen anywhere on the mountain. No one. And then I like this part a lot. It says that not even the flocks. At that time, the flocks were actually the business of the children of Israel. When we were, that, that's what they take care of. So God is trying to tell you that you should not even start putting before you are thinking about pizza house and whatnot. That is not the time. No one is to come with you. Don't think about the flock. Don't set the flock in front of you. Don't let the flock be opposite where you are. That's what he's saying. He said, the flocks and heads may graze in front of them. Don't let them, don't let them come there. You are doing a quiet time. And they start thinking, hey, you have brought the flock. You have brought the flock. You have brought the flock. You have brought the flock in front of you. You understand, Tombies? You have brought the flock. Don't bring Tombies inside. Forget about everything. No one is to come with you. When you're a pastor, it is very easy to be to be to be uh, 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 to be guilty of this. It is very easy once you are doing all you, are, you start you you can read the scripture and feel like Charlie, is this will be good message? You have brought a flock. You have brought a flock. Hey, you have brought the flock. No one is to come with you. Sometimes when it happens, I pray, tell God, Lord, Lord, please forgive me. Father, please forgive me. Holy Spirit, please forgive me. Help me, help me, help me to stabilize my mind. And then I begin to confess what I want to become. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I begin to confess what I want to become. I love the Lord. If I begin to see that, that my business is taking my t- attention, I, I, or my ministry is taking my attention, I say, Lord, I need you more than ministry. I need you. I don't need ministry. I need you more than ministry. I f- it is in you I find my ministry. I need you. I begin to talk about it. No one is to come with you. Are you getting blessed here? The verse number four. And then it said, 
so moses also acted like that moses also acted like that chiseled out two stone tablets like the first one and went up mount sinai early in the morning as the lord had commanded him and he carried the two stone tablets in his hands and the verse 5 said that then the lord came down so the moment you become obedient to these things that i'm talking about beloved i'm here to let you know you will have a fantastic devotion you have a fanta- a very prophetic devotion you'll be coming out of your devotional room and you realize that charlie you have encountered visions prophetic manifestations you have received certain wisdoms directions you have you realize that you've really had time with god say and the lord came down in the cloud and stood there with him he stood there with moses and proclaimed his name the lord he proclaimed his name now that you realize that he poured out revelation poured out revelation poured out revelation why because moses went with a tablet he went with a book he, he made sure that there was no iphone i whatever god is not intimidated by your iphone or whatever god is not intimidated by that so when i take my I, my tablet i don't put social media things on my tablet no 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 no. all the social media can be on the phone blah 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 if i want to use anything internet i switch it on hotspot and leave it somewhere and then you see sometimes even when you switch hotspot what happens is that it can pop up pop-ups 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 can come up once you are searching on something will come up hey, something will come up and something will come and this tablet has a lot of subscription to uh, preachings and all those things and you'll be tempted that oh we're crying i no please your quiet time is not for listening to messages god wants to make a message with you <laughs> your quiet time is not message some of you feel that maybe quiet time it's not for that now it's getting serious isn't it so no matter the pop-up that came whoever is preaching and uh, whatever no it's it is purely the word purely the word and purely time with god consecrational prayer time with god purely purely that is not a time quite time time is not time for even intercession no that's not the time lord uh, my father, am I no? We, you can set aside prayer time for that matter, okay? God can come to you during your quiet time and instruct you. You must pray for your father, you must do this, must do, and you have to write all those things down and then create time. Father, I want to pray about this. There must be a prayer time which is different from your quiet time. Hallelujah! Praise the Lord. Sometimes we massage our conscience. We massage our conscience with our prayer time and we think that we have done our quiet time. And we will pray and not even read the Bible. And we think we have done our quiet time. It's wrong. It's wrong. You can never do a quiet time without the word. Hallelujah. You can never do a quiet time 
without the word. The word must be because that is the time. You see, the very first entrance or the very first call of, po- I mean, point of call that the Holy Spirit will talk to you or God will talk to you is by the word. It's by the word. The Bible. The Bible. Hallelujah. So, he said, the Lord came down in the cloud, stood there with him, and proclaimed his name. So, God's presence felt the place. I pray that as you decide to do your quiet time this year, may you have perpetually the presence of God every moment. And may there be a proclamation from the Lord, releasing revelations unto you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. God can teach you how to do business properly. During your quiet time, God can teach you. God can teach you. God can tell you certain things that you may not know not. You may not know. Show you this thing. Some of you, you'll be surprised. You'll be fighting oh, you, with your husband in the house. You don't understand why. And the Lord can point out something to you. Take this you see that thing there? Take it from your room and burn it. And that will be the end. You'll be sure. Hi, how are you? I like the way you're looking at me today. You're enjoying my message, eh? God bless you. <laughs> Amen. Are you getting blessed here? So, from today, at least I have opened up the whole thing to you now. Jesus did it. He wept. His, his, his testimonies and his records justify what he did. And you see, the Bible talks about the God that we serve. He calls him the father that sees in secret. He calls him what? The father that sees in secret. <laughs> Does it mean that God doesn't see in the open? He rewards openly, but he sees clearly in secret. So if I were you, I will do more of the things in where? In secret. That is why you must learn to do your quiet time. Some of you, don't, don't mistake corporate prayer time as a quiet time. My boy, half hour. You can pray half hour, but half hour is not quiet time. Some of you, have, some of you that's what you're doing. I, no, I'm not condemning half hour. Last night, I, I prayed half hour and I continue my prayer till four o'clock. I don't, I, I don't, you know what? It's not quiet time. I said, it's not what? Even Pastor Elvis himself does quiet time after leading you. And then you go and sleep. Am I dialing somebody's number? Am I dialing somebody's number? Some of you are now hiding behind half hour. And I think I have to write on Facebook, half hour is not quiet time. After your half hour, do your quiet time. What do you think? Yeah. Me, I'm happy people are praying half hour. Do you know why? Because many people are lazy pray- people don't, don't, don't like praying in the night. So if something is keeping my church members praying in the night, why should I be worried? I like to pray more. <laughs> you know, some of you don't pray. Do you know how you do? You you would link, you would link, do the connect the link, and you even share the link. And the phone be there, and you'll be doing something else. You'll be sh- twittering and doing other things and be watching some of you don't say anything the only time you open your mouth is when pastor elvis makes a declaration you shall prosper amen and you are cultural to him amen you don't pray the prayer you don't pray you don't pray you don't pray i know you you don't pray you don't pray 
You don't pray. But there is a father that sees in secret. I said there is a father that does what? Sees in secret. So if you pray or you don't pray, he knows. Yeah. So don't, don't replace your quiet time, your devotional time with what? Half hour. Please. Do you understand it? Don't replace it. Let half hour be half hour and let your devotion not be touched. Your devotional life must never be touched. It must never be touched by anything. Half hour can be touched, but your devotional life must never be touched. It must be, it must be so that the Lord shall descend and proclaim his name. Hallelujah. The verse number six says, and he passed in front of Moses, proclaiming the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate, gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and faithfulness. You see how God is revealing himself. God is revealing himself. God, God would, wouldn't have done this in the presence of the Israelites. He wouldn't have revealed himself. It was not everybody in Israel that knew that. I mean this. You see, your work with God is connected to the revelation you have with God. Or you have about God. Your work with God is connected to the revelation. And your revelation you can have about God is connected to your quiet time. Wow. Wow. The verse number seven. He said he's meant, he, this God meant, he maintains love to the thousands and forgiving wickedness, rebellion, and sin. Yet he does not leave the guilty unpunished. And he punishes the children and their children for the sin of their fathers to the third and fourth generation. So God will let you know that there are certain things when you do them, it can go a long way to affect your children's children. There are certain things you are going through now. It is actually a visitation on God, of God, okay, on the father's sin that has arrived at your door. So you realize that you are going through certain things. You didn't really, 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 really work it out. You know, certain things are working against you. It is not your working. It is a visitation of the father's sin. He said he visited the sins of the fathers to the third and fourth world generation. If truly it is God's visitation. Then when he arrives, don't forget the verse number six. Bring it back. The verse number six. He says that the, he, pro, he passed in front of Moses and proclaiming, the Lord, the Lord, the compassionate and gracious God, slow to anger, abounding in love and favor. So you remind him, Lord, you are compassionate. Remember me and show me, Lord, forgive me for this sin of my father. Is this. So when you, you, you raise this, God will also avert his anger. Amen. He can visit the father's the, 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 the father's sin on the third and fourth generation. You may be the third generation, you may be the fourth generation. But he before he said this, the verse number seven, look at what he said. The verse number seven, he said, maintaining love to the thousands and forgiving wickedness and rebellion and sin. So he is able to forgive wickedness and rebellion and what? And sin. So when you really, really engage God on that line, he will also pardon you of whatever your fathers or whatever your grandfathers have done is affecting you. That is why we have a, a, a power over generational curses and generational sin altars. That are there. These things are real. They are there. It's not like they are not there. They are there. Eh? The, the Bible says that if a man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Yes, he's a new creation. But you see, whatever is there, is there. Whatever is there, is there. Behold.
Thank you. What was I talking about? Let me do my preaching. So you should know that certain things will never change until you want them change. Do you understand what I'm saying? I said certain things will never what? Until you want them changing. Jesus visited the temple. And once he was there on a Sabbath day, there was a woman who was suffering, who was, who was bound by the devil. And he cast the devil and the uh, Pharisees and the, this is, the priests and all those things got angry that why is he healing? And the woman made it, said, This daughter of Zion. That was the, the woman said, Daughter of Zion, yet he was under bondage. He said, Upon Mount Zion, there shall be what? Deliverance. I was reading the Bible in the book of Luke, chapter 5, and I saw something that amazed me. That when Jesus visited the temple, the synagogue, when he was preaching, the Bible said that a man was filled with the, the spirit of the devil and he manifested. That means that the man was part of the church. But the day Jesus visited the place, he manifested. Could it be that as we are here, Satan is around, inhabiting somebody's heart here? Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Okay, that is not the... Let's leave that one. Verse number 8, I'm, I'm just closing. Quickly. Moses bowed to the ground at once, and then what? Worshipped. Now, you see, it is only in quiet time you will build the right attitude towards God because you will have the true revelation of God. All that you have been doing, lifting up your hands and uh, lying down and doing whatever, you have been doing it because you have been seeing somebody do it. But this time around, you can build your own revelation, your own attitude before the Lord. Hallelujah. Because you saw God. When Daniel saw an angel, he fell down on his face. It's not everybody that fell down. Joshua saw an angel. <laughs> Daniel saw an angel. What did he do? He fell down on his face. Bram. Joshua saw Jesus. Not even an angel. He saw Jesus. When he saw Jesus, I'm not chasing him. I'm not attitude before the Lord. And he asked him, Are you for us or are you against us? He said, I'm the captain of the lost army. He said, Ah, are you lucky? <laughs> what a heart. You'll see an angel and still draw your sword. That is mighty. So for him to say, I'm the captain of the Lord's army. The captain of the army. Jesus is the captain of the Lord's army. Hallelujah. Praise God. Yeah. And then finally he said what? The verse number nine. Verse number nine, please. He said, Oh Lord, if I have found favor in your eyes, he said, then let the Lord go with us. Although this is a stiff naked people. Forgive our wickedness and our sin and take us as your inheritance. The verse number 10 says that. Then the Lord said, I am making a covenant with you before all your people. I will do wonders never before done in any nation in all the world. The people you leave among who see how awesome is the work that I, the Lord, will do for you. That shall be your story. Because of a true quiet time life, this wonderful thing shall be your story. In the name of Jesus. Have you been blessed? Why don't you lift your right hand and just thank him and worship him? Because it is, you, you think it is normal to meet a word like this, but it is not normal. Just lift your right hand and worship him and thank him. We give you praise, Lord Jesus. We give you praise. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Is it not beautiful that God thinks so well about you and always wants you to hear the right thing 
and sends his word well packaged this year i don't want you to take it for granted don't let it be looked like it is normal for me to come to church and hear the word of god see it's uncommon it's uncommon you could have you could have, you could have been preached anywhere come on lift your voice and thank him appreciate him worship him in your understanding worship him in the spirit worship him thank you lord we worship you in jesus mighty name we have given thanks and worshiped amen all right so you can sit down two minutes any question any questions so far about what has been taught all right so let's take a question from pastor mike yeah hello uh, daddy thank you for the opportunity i've been really blessed this evening uh daddy uh, i will i wanted to ask i want to ask in verse three you were telling us god expects us to come up mm. and i was asking i want to ask if uh, does that mean maybe god is against family devotion because i realize that oh. even during my family devotion i tend to assign roles and responsibilities like charlie you are praying you are praying this evening or you are praying this morning uh, and at the end of the day i realized that it becomes a distraction in a certain way maybe you you want it done in a certain way and it's not done or maybe you feel like charlie no today handle this and i realized that maybe it has a way it affects the way you come up and okay i think i understand what you're saying god is not against family devotion he said i know my servant abraham is it abraham and moses Abraham said he will command his house after me. Okay? So God is not against family devotion. But I'm talking about private devotion here. And I made it clear that your private devotional time is not the same as your family devotional time. Now, your family devotional time is a time the Bible says one shall chase thousand, two shall chase ten thousand. I can assure you that there are certain things you will never see them certain answers to prayer i mean answers to certain prayers you will never see them until you do family devotion or you come for corporate prayer there are certain uh, prayer, uh, answers god would wait for you to come for friday prayer meeting before he answers them because he may be needing about two or three i mean a green heart okay to solve that problem because the bible makes us understand that if two or three people gather in my name touching anything from heaven shall be done meanwhile you are there in your house and you are praying lord open this door and you think you are spiritual god will never answer you until you come for a friday prayer meeting power night he will never mind you there are certain things i'm telling you you write it anywhere when we get to heaven you can ask god let him hold me uh, if it's not true he, uh, he, he will tell you he will not mind you you bet some of you don't like having for power night that, that's why your life is still what it is because he's waiting for a certain agreement to a certain level. This year, I'm going to teach all this in prayer of agreement. And then you realize that it is not every corporate prayer that is even a prayer of agreement. There's what corporate prayer can do. And at what point in time do we pray dif differently? We, we pray together, but yet pray differently that still God goes ahead and answers certain things. I'll show you all those things by the grace of God so it is not 
God is not against it. That's one. And number two, the problem you are facing, I also face them. And it's actually, it actually determines our level of maturity in leadership in, and as a father. Determine our level of maturity and growth in patience. Okay. God is not against Papa Jamidia leading a song and he's not leading it well. No, he's not against it. The Bible says that in the midst of the foolishness of preaching, <laughs> okay, he still saves people or he still makes impact. I have, I have to look for that scripture properly and then let you have it. So, and then from the brokenness of the voice that is coming out, you feel you should get some LP Hannah in your devotion and then it goes a certain way. Oh, no, no. Then you are not having it. You think, oh, Charlie, my devotion is not spiritual. No. You see, what I try to do is to make sure first, the most important thing at my devotion, our family devotion, is that I make sure everybody is, is participating. Yes. That one is one. Number two, I try to get everybody according to your age to a certain level of seriousness. You must expect that children cannot concentrate for too long. Are you getting me? So, you don't do family devotion with long prayers. And you are doing family devotion. They will stand there and be looking at you, Daddy. Daddy. And when we close, they will not, they will not, they will not pray someone, but when we close, they will also have their, when that is praying, you go and meet them do the practicing it there. You understand it? So you should know what would work for the children. But you see, you come in the spirit of understanding. Okay? So I do the things I do to bring them up, to train them. To train them. Okay? So the beginning of the year, I declare the family team. So as a, as a church, we have a, a, a declaration, our year of the prayer and the manifestation, the, the, uh, the ministry of the web. But at my family level, we also have a different theme that we are also looking at. So everything I'm teaching in the house, I'm teaching towards that theme. Are you getting what I'm saying? So this message I'm preaching right now is the first message I preach in my house. And I made sure I had to get devotional guide for almost, yeah, I should have talked about that. I didn't talk about that. I would talk about devotional. You should get a devotional guide for your devotion for everyone terrace has its own and then as a family we have we use as a family we use the daily power okay for the family devotion but as an individual i lose my daily guide are you getting what i'm trying to say yeah so when i do that now i i am able to get the kids interest into the word of god we discuss it we discuss it as though we, all all i use is daily power so they see that daddy loves daily power. They, they, and they read it. Kenji will read the scripture. This one will read this. this one will read and I, have, I become patient. We have had devotion in the house and close 11 before. 11 in the morning. And we never knew we were closing 11. I think 2nd January, we closed very late. We closed very late. It was almost 11. And we're enjoying it. We were patient. Kenji will read. Terrace would always want to read the scripture. So we would leave him make mistake and we'll teach him and at the same time he's learning learning pronunciation learning words and learning things and making sure they enjoy the word of god when you're putting it off or you make the person feel like you all 
<laughs> I'm telling you the truth. So, just know that all the things that are happening, find ways and means of making meaning out of them. Find ways and means of making meaning out of them. And you'll be surprised. There are times you come and see me and the boys doing formation dance. Once you are, you are doing praises, you devotion praise and you yeah, better yeah, who was and then they'll be doing that. They, they, and they can stand there and be looking at Ben. You, I think Ben knows how to dance. They'll look at him and you show them some style. They do all begin to do their style. So you, they forget about what I've been doing. Sometimes I get angry, pa, like this boy. I'm teaching my boys how to praise God. Look, I'm teaching them how to do formation dance. But sometimes I have to join and me to do some. Sometimes me to begin to do like that. They also begin to do like that. And then when I do like this and I begin to sing, they begin to sing. I get the attention on my own too. So you just have to be flexible. Yeah, Father. As well, brother. It will work out. We have a responsibility. Yes, sir. Thank you, Apostle, for the opportunity. Uh, Papa, I want to get something right. Um, you made a statement that um, in your quiet time, we don't use uh, messages. Uh, I want to, my first question is, I want to ask that um, listening to a message and using a guide, is there any difference? That's one. Secondly, like devotional document. Yes, please. Secondly, um, can't I design one day and said, okay, I want to go to the podcast, pick one of your messages, listen to it, because you said it is solely the word. And I believe whatever. No, I didn't say solely the quite time. I didn't say quite time solely the word though. I did, I, did I say that? Yes. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't say that. Is, uh, is that what all of you got? No. But I'm trying to let you know that you can never have your quiet time without the word. That's what I said. I get to my friends saying. Okay. Can never have your quiet time. The word is the moment the Lord is speaking to you. Your prayer time is the moment you are speaking to God. Yes, sir. Okay. So please, uh, the first question. There's a song going on in my spirit. Then I'm in fun. Okay, go on. Uh-huh. No, so, um, the difference between the podcast and the devotional, the devotional guide is designed for devotion. The podcast is a message that is designed. I listen to the podcast. This is the message I listen today. Seven the saving grace. This is a message. I listen to podcasts almost every day. Every day. Somebody came to me and he was talking and he told me that somebody in Kofodia called him. One of the guys, the specialist in town, called him and told him that Pastor David's podcast is powerful. They should follow it. And then he mentioned this and I said that we went there and I began to listen. I mean, the man somebody said that, ah, that message is powerful. You understand what I'm trying to say? But I do my quiet time, do everything and sometimes even when I'm driving, that's when I listen to the messages. When I'm in the office, my earpiece are there, I listen. When I get to some place and I realize that the atmosphere is not conducive, I switch. But I sometimes can dedicate a day and then about four messages I'm following. Just listen, 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 listen. When you look at my podcast, I have a lot of podcasts I follow. I don't feel, I don't feel like more anointed and spiritual than anybody. Yeah. I believe that the message I'm preaching right now is a message to us. It's not from me to you. It's from the Lord to us. So me too, I am part. You got a point? So do your quiet time. Study the word of God. And afterwards, look, find the word. Go to the podcast. Begin to soak. Do you understand? 
So sometimes one of the ways to get more blessed from the podcast or from the listening listen to messages is to listen on purpose. To listen on purpose. One, okay, it has been said by the church that it's a Thursday podcast. Podcast Thursday. This is the message you are listening. You are all listening. Yes, it helps. But okay, fine. I've been looking into my life. I realized that Charlie, I want to, I want to get proud to be holy. So look for messages of holiness. Now listen. And you, when you begin to do that, it helps you. It heals you. It, you grow. I want to know faith. Let me look for a message of faith. And then I begin to. Hallelujah. I, I, I sense the spirit of God strong. I feel joy in my heart. After sharing this word, I feel joy in my heart. How many of you feel I have really been a blessing to you? Wow. Yeah, you want to ask a question? Yes, sir. The, mess, the devotion guide, devotional guide, and I'm saying that the devotional guide is designed. If you take, I wish I have Chris. Can you give me one of them quickly? If you take the devotional guide, it is designed for devotion. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Help you to read the word, to concentrate on the word. Do you understand? When you're listening to a message, it's meant for you to just listen. Yeah, just listen. I don't know whether you get what I'm trying to say. Don't use messages for qu- your quiet time. Do you understand it? Don't use messages for your quiet time. That, okay, I want to use. Well, you can't do, finish doing your quiet time and listen. There are times are, in fact, usually I finish everything and then I begin to play my messages. I begin to play my messages. When you take the devotional guide properly, this div- when, you, when you buy a book, everything about the book, you bought it from here to here. So read everything. That's what I do. I, I start from here. I read everything. One day I'll do an exam and I'll dash credit and money to find out the people that. So daily guide 2023, I read it. A daily Bible reading guide. You see? Which is written by scripture, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you'll be surprised that there were some, there are some, I was reading an aspect from here, which was not the main content. And I was getting really blessed. So you take it, you realize that at the first page, they are how to use the daily guide they have shown you they will show you everything here so it will help you to be able to enjoy this book otherwise you enjoy it if you don't know how to, if you don't read the first pages you will never enjoy the daily guide you never enjoy the daily guide they will show you a regular you must have what you will you will need a regular time a quiet place a bible a notebook a pen or a pencil your reading card or daily guide or daily power to help you into a regular systematic and interactive reading of the Bible. So they've stipulated it there. Then they say there's SU method. Step one. These are like for baby Christians. Step one. Well, how, should I, how should I do my, my quiet time? They say step one, pray. Start with prayer. Remember you are entering God's presence. Confess your sin. Pray that the Holy Spirit will help you understand and respond to what you, had, you, you have read. It is, not, it is not carnal or unspiritual. For you to get up and take okay, step one. I, you read it okay father in the name of jesus then after you take the book let me go to step two it is not on spiritual it is spiritual it is wisdom okay that you re- follow and you do it it will help you with time realize that you will not need to follow again now you become abreast with it you get what i'm trying to say so step two he said i read read the passage for the, the day carefully and then step three it talks about meditate and then there are questions down there. Q1, Q2, create. So you re- realize that when you take the, a passage, on top of the passage, they write Q1 or Q2. 
you have to go to the Q1 Q2 and go and find out what is this saying. Q1 says that what does the passage teach about God, the Father or God, the Son or God, the Holy Spirit? Then you go back to the passage and look through it and begin to meditate upon it. By the time you, real, you realize, you realize actually you have come up with a gold mine. It has nine, eight questions that you are supposed to ask. Then step four says that respond. How are you supposed to respond? Is it requiring you that you obey, you pray, you confess, you repent? Then it will help you. Step five says that share. So after you have done a quiet time, when you step out, learn to share a quiet time with others. So when you read the first page, early pages, it helps you to know whatever. Whoever wrote the back, everything is there. I mean, that is our problem is we don't like to read. That's our problem. Okay, daddy. So um let me say if by the grace of God this year you designed a devotional guide out of the podcast. Uh, 8.48 and I said I'm closely and you guys have caught me here. alright let's go on <laughs> Papa if we've been able to um, is that a guy? yes please uh-huh. uh, is there any difference listening to the message I said there's a difference using it as a quiet time so how do you use it as a quiet time you see, when I listen to a message, you just sit down there and be listening, listen, listen, listen. But when you have your quiet time, you are talking to God. You are praying about a scripture will come. It, it will require you confess it. You are confessing it. You are meditating. You cannot, you can, if you are listening to a message, you have to, you have to, you have to stop it. A statement will come apart, stop it. And you have to stop. Listen. And I'm going to keep meditating. How are you going to write? How are you going to ask questions? How are you going to? Yeah, someone I'm going to say. It's a romance time. Quiet times a romance that's about you and God working on you. You get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Last the whole of last year, I was sending devotion. And this year I've not started because I'm trying to prepare something that would get us. Our focus is to make sure that the first half of the year we, we, we disciple people in prayer and in the word. So I'm trying to design something that will let us get the whole church our attention, everybody into prayer and into the word. Then the second half, our our focus is to release men to make disciples of prayer and the word. So that people will look at your life and now you too. Because of you, people get serious with God in prayer. Amen. Alright, so I think uh, oh, Chairman. More questions? Okay, you ask, you answer it. Thank you very much for the opportunity. I think I experienced something four days ago when I woke up from my bed. When I woke up, um, immediately I woke up, a statement just dropped in my mind. Never think your service to a church is a favor to the man of God. Wow. So, Charlie, write it on your status, everybody. <laughs> write it on your status. Never think your service to the church is a favor to the man of God. Wow, this is powerful. Yeah, so immediately it started bringing certain questions to mm. my mind. So I meditated upon it for about an hour. Mm. And when I finished, I just woke up. So I didn't, I didn't get to my daily guide, my Bible or anything. I mean, I was just meditating on that. So I want to ask, could that be a quiet no, it's time? It's not a quiet time. <laughs> 
it's not a quiet time, brother. It's not a quiet time, brother. <laughs> God just spoke to you spontaneously. I get him and I say, Oh, the Lord was healing maybe a seed that Satan was going to use against you that day, and he brought a weapon to crush it. It's not quite time. Suffer. We have closed all. Oh. You still want to ask? Okay, okay, okay. Give the microphone to Suffer. Please, thank you for today's message. In fact, it's the best message one can hear uh, uh, for the beginning of the year. It has really empowered me. Also, my little contribution is that the devotional guides we have bought to use is very powerful, but at the same time, is the uh, easiest uh, or shortest lazy way of one having a quiet time to sometimes even appease your conscience. Like you wake up and you just pick it because I'm not sure scripture, no, maybe Mark chapter 1, verse maybe 1 to 8. Someone might feel lazy to, I mean, refer to his Bible and read what is the, what the scripture is talking about. And we just read what the people have written and we say that, too, I have, I've had my quiet time. It's not, it's, it will not be effective. It will not help you in any way. You are just doing it so that when you are asked, oh, today I had my quiet time. I even used the devotional guide. Say so you had it. It's from Mark, blah, 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 blah. But let's be truthful to ourselves. And then let's commit time to it. That's what I wanted to say. Thank you. Yeah. So what he's saying is true. Okay. So when you see a scripture, when you're reading the devotion, when you see a scripture, stop and open the Bible. Jonathan, refer from the Bible. So it is, I've used this thing since I got born again. The only time I use daily bread was about one or two times. I didn't enjoy it because just this one and i've used it from 94 to now and one of the things i one of the experiences what he's saying sometimes you are in a hurry and you are, you can even you can even know you carry your bible just with the book and you're sitting there finish you see that this one they are providing prayer topics and all those things you must you see when you are reading there when you are doing your quiet time god speaks to you God can speak to you beyond this. He can give you more prayer topics beyond this. So that's why you go in with your notebooks. And I wish I have. So I think I should have a sample of my quiet time or my keep uh, notes. And then I can really read some of the notes I made. Some of the notes I made. But I would, I would have make you. You realize that I realize that before I realize I have a whole two pages with prayer time, with confessions, with this the same book. Now the same thing. Now I mean, I've got anything. 
you have time for it. If you have time for the earth, you meet a good man. Amen. I believe you have been blessed though. See, I have been blessed by the word and it shall be with me and live in me. The spirit of God will enable me to be obedient to the word of God. And I will share the word as long as the Lord release the word into my spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen. Alright. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the podcast, you can subscribe. You can share with your friends. Take a screenshot and share it on your social stories and tag us at KMC Worldwide. For more information, visit kmcworldwide.org. Thanks again for listening. God bless you.